Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. I'm Alex Reed, the DM here for Cocked, a real play RPG, and your guide to the lands of Manassas. Welcome to the 27th episode of our campaign here at Cocked. Thank you for following along with the party, who found a couple reasons to stay together for the time being. But before we resume with the party, let's go around the table and ask our players a question to learn more about the characters they play. So, without further delay, this week, the question will be... If your character could travel through time, where would they go? Hi, I'm Reggie Morris. I play Brock Olton. Baraka would definitely travel back in time, not to like change anything, just to learn more about like the roots of his craft, just learn more about the roots of alchemy, all that sort of stuff. Hi, this is Jessica Reed. I play Katie, a dragonborn fighter. Yes, Katie would of course go back in time. She had the option and I think the where she would choose to go is with her grandmother, Kata. Lots of adventures had taken place and she knows all of the stories from her uh, grandmother. So she wants to be able to see it in action and see what took place. Hi, this is Alex Groves. I play Agar the Fubolg Druid. Um, you know, I thought about this one a lot. It, 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 I don't have one answer, really. I think normally Agar would want to go back to when maybe his people first came to Manassas. There used to be a lot more Forbolg. They didn't die off, but they used to travel quite frequently between the Feywild and Manassas. And they inhabited more of Manassas than what they do now. They're pretty localized to the wooded areas, the, the kind of grander wooded areas. So he'd like to see his people kind of at their their apex, kind of, when they are you know a little more influential. But if you're going to ask Agard right now, he wants to travel back a day or two to when they met the three wizards on the road or the oh, three yeah. people on the road <laughs> and immediately kill them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You know, I mean, that's, he's, he's very, he has kind of a scope of, of, of his people and he takes great pride in that. And that's why he's out traveling again. But at the same time, the way he is emotional or reactionary, he just wants to murder those people who, you know, we kill two of them. <laughs> Uh, he just the, wants the, to murder. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not going to slowly stab an old woman in the heart with an arrow or anything. <clears throat> you know, but, oh, you know, shit. the people who, the, 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 the hag that, or the person who <laughs> <laughs> took, oh no, <laughs> who took Ebron and stuff like that. Knowing that they're sisters of night, he, he that's what his focus right. is right now. So. He, he regrets not having the chance to destroy the hag coven. When he yeah, because he fun murdered the other two. We now resume as Agard is guiding the group towards the sounds of drums in the distance. So, no, he doesn't try. I, I don't, I, honestly, Agard's not going to walk off, but I think he's going to tell you guys just to, he's going to put a paw up like, like, well, whatever you want to think this is. You yeah. guys can roll a fucking insight on it and see. Brock, Brock is going to definitely say to himself, like, under his breath, it's probably going to work. It's probably going to team where you're telling them to stop yes you, you're like oh oh agar wants us to stop i think he wants us to stop guys all right so and agar's gonna stealthily move forward do we know about how far off these you is? you continue going forward for i'd say about 30 to 40 feet mm-hmm. and you realize that within 10 feet of you is the edge of the woods. Mm-hmm. As you start to look around, 
you can see that this is again kind of a there's a stream that runs mm-hmm. through and you can see a cave or a cavern mm-hmm. across the way it's probably about 40 50 feet from you okay and all of a sudden you hear conversations back and forth in a language that you don't know right but and i've I'm, heard you've heard and all of a sudden a spear a javelin flies through the the forest mm-hmm. and strikes a tree about 20 feet to the right of you okay I mean, so it's just casual conversation that a javelin flies in the air or a spear? Um, it's not really casual. It's a conversation, but they're going back and forth hurriedly, mm-hmm. and they throw that. Okay. So, I mean, I didn't roll. Yeah, you roll still have all your stats, right? What do you mean all my stats? Like, Even though in your bear form, you're not as a bear, right? Mental in, stats. Your intelligence is still the same, right. though, right? Right. Roll a perception check real quick. Okay. That is a 9817. So you take a moment after that javelin flies through the air and strikes in a tree, like I said, about 20 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. And looking at it, the javelin wasn't thrown at you. Mm-hmm. The direction that it hit the tree was straight on. And as you kind of look closer, you can see a squirrel that has been pinned to the tree with the javelin. Mm. Okay. And then... After you recognize that, you can hear what sounds like bodies traversing through the brush mm-hmm. of the forest. Uh, Agar would like to try to slowly back off because he doesn't want to give away. Make food. a stealth check. Okay. Cool. That is a 17. Yep. You're able to stealthily scoot back to the group. Um, okay. You make it that 30 feet back to where the group is mm-hmm. as you get back. Again, you guys know to look for the depressions in the ground. You can right. see where Alfred's kind of sitting with the rest of the group invisible. Okay. Agar's going to drop with wall shape. Do, did I see how many there were or anything? Did I get any idea of... As you looked around, you saw... Make a perception check real quick. Okay. okay. Uh, 70 plus 8, 25. Okay. So you were able to make out that there appeared to be five goblins outside the cave. Mm-hmm. There were two more that were kind of inside the cave, but at the entrance. Mm-hmm. And based on the sounds that you heard and the movement, you think only two of them started to enter into the woods. Okay. So okay. seven total, yep. five outside the cave, two standing just inside the cave. And then two of those five that were outside walked into the woods after the javelin flew. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, again, like I said, I approach the group. I drop out a wall shape. And relay just all that information. You know, looks like there's a cave ahead, stream, a cave. You know, however many, you know, goblins. They didn't notice me. They were hunting uh, for food right now, but they didn't notice me. But there is a cave ahead. I don't know if the cave would lead to the tunnels underground, back towards town, which would then lead us back to where um, Alfred said he felt the stone. You know, it's worth checking out. How many were there? Seven, you said? How many did I say there were? Seven. Seven total. Yeah. Five outside the cave, two inside. Right. So, just goblins or false goblins? Just goblins from what I saw. Did we happen to look around where Alfred said that he had felt it strongest to see if there was any other opening? 
No, it's just the middle of the woods. Middle of the woods? I just didn't know if maybe they had built some type of, I guess not necessarily a cave opening, but maybe they had some type of like hidden. Hmm. Um, I mean, we, we could search the forest with all the underbrush that might take some time. Yeah. Um, and it's not a bad idea, but I, I don't know. I, I feel as though the cave might be a, a direct route. I mean, they are there. So I think they, that there might be a connection, but I don't know for sure. I can probably attack this a certain way as well as not draw suspicion on our group. But I don't want to, whatever you guys think is, is best. Um, I mean, assaulting the camp might be a good idea. Or cave, camp, whatever. Mm. Um, if it's just seven goblins, they seem to be the weaker ones of the Mm-hmm. So if it's just them, which there's a good chance that's probably not, there's probably more just deeper in that'll hear the commotion and come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you guys want to take that chance, we could assault the cave. I'm happy to do whatever you guys want to do. Um, Brock is going to turn to Alfred and speak to him in Draconic. Would you be willing to fight with us, or are you going to just try to hang back? No, I mean, if you guys need me in a fight, yeah, I'm there for you. Okay. Because um, we may need your help. If... How how could you carry all of us? Um, I could probably get two of you. Okay. But I don't know about everyone. Okay. Um, because if things get out of hand, we might have to retreat rather quickly. Um, I know Agar can turn into animals a certain amount of times before you can. I don't know how many times a day you can do that. But um, if things start to get out of hand, would you mind carrying Katie and I? And maybe you can just turn into something and fly away, Agar, if we need to. I could. I was going to, unless I rest again, I can only change one more time. And I was going to change when we, if we attacked the camp, I was going to change then. So I would be able to change later. How long, rest. how long of a rest do you need? About an hour or so. You can rest now if you'd like to. I mean, we have plenty of daylight. Mm. Um, we can just kind of rest mm. a little further back and see. That might be a good idea. Maybe one or two of you guys can scout ahead as like a team, as a party, and figure out how many, maybe see how many goblins we see there. I mean, I, I trust Agar's word, seven. Right, but I'm saying maybe maybe more come out or go I in. will say that I was not able to see much into the cave, so I don't know what waits for us when we enter the cave either. So, I only have seen the entrance to the cave and then those that were outside the cave and I would need to stay here and, and rest for that hour and and meditate to okay we could take a rest so that you could rejuvenate if we attack now or after your, the rest of course if anything I feel like it's just a kind of gauge a reaction out of them to see if more do come out if more don't come out then we just kill them all there mm-hmm. but if a lot more start to come out than we need to run. 
That's why I thought of possibly attacking as an animal to see if I could draw any more out ahead without drawing any attention to you. You know, because if we all go in, whether I'm an animal or not, they'll see you and know that they have more animals. Right. Do you want to do that now or after you rest? Um, I'm fine doing it now, and I can move fairly quickly in case I get into some sort of trouble. If you want to wait back a little bit, and if you hear me as Agar yelling out for help, then you'll know that well, um, I am an eater. I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable letting one of you guys go off on your own. So, I mean, if you, Brock and Katie, if you don't, if you don't mind, if Agar's gonna push ahead, I, I think I can use my invisibility to at least stay out of sight, but keep an eye. That way, if you do get in trouble. I can pick just you up and carry you away. That's mm-hmm. fine. I just, I don't think I can carry all three people. You going with Agard is not a bad idea, but Katie and I should be near at least, like, oh, 60 gosh. feet or 30 feet at least. Sure. How I, far away are we right now from the entrance? About 50 feet. Okay. Yeah. So we well, can just this is a comfortable distance here, honestly. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine moving ahead. If, if you guys don't mind, then yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll follow. If, if you get into trouble, we'll be right there with you. So. You will hear me, believe me. I'm sure I'll hear that. <laughs> Agar, before he does anything, is going to cast Barkskin on himself. Mm-hmm. You just kind of see him. I have a question. Yeah. If you wild shape, is that going to change? Or does it, that, it transfers that over. Okay. You, I can't cast spells within wild shape, <clears throat> but if I cast a shell, uh, something like that, it'll then transfer over whenever I wild shape. I just want to point out you said shell because everybody was making fun of my stuff earlier. Oh, it's just because you're such a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> if, sure. if, if I give him an uh, experimental elixir now, would it transfer over to his mm-hmm. hair? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Braca is going to really quickly spend the spell slot. I'm getting buffed. Yeah. Gonna buffed. Uh, he's gonna uh, make Boof. this sort of like that's the, that's the French. Just sort of like like dull yellow elixir. Mm. It's, it's like clear, but it's like like yellowish, mm-hmm. and he's gonna hand it to you. Like classic lemon lime yeah. Gatorade, yeah. or Rocca's daily. Uh, you know, gross. Um, and he's gonna. <laughs> this should make you more effective in combat. Should make you hit harder. Or awesome. What is it like? How do how do I translate that into? Do what? How will I translate that if I get into combat? Oh, you just just you're. I'm assuming you're going to walk up and walk easier. Mm-hmm. Um, drink it before you. I'm gonna drink it now, okay. and then. How long does it last? Uh, next minute. So you got you got a minute. Yeah, I'll ass. I'm gonna burst all these trees. Like or I could either do that or give you something for a plus one AC for ten minutes. Whatever you want. It's. Yeah. I mean, that would be bad. I could give you both. But would you allow both? I don't know. That's... I don't think you can drink both. Although, I mean, you're using a spell slot to get them, so. Yeah. I, mean, I think the AC would probably be the best, but that's okay. that's yeah, your thing. Um, I'll 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 um re- like retract doing that one first. Like I'm mm-hmm. like mid making it, um. Then I'm just gonna like alter the uh just alter it for a little bit, and it's it's like the same thing I gave Katie like back at the farm. It sort okay. of it's like that. It sort of looks like um, it's it's like dark gray, and when you drink it, it's like gritty when you drink it like like, uh, okay. like a mouthful of like water and sand <laughs> and when you drink Thanks. it like un- like underneath your skin you can feel your skin kind of like harden a little bit 
Well, that's yeah, because what 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 he first does is he kind of um, puts his hand on his chest, and you see his skin kind of, you know, maybe become duller because yeah. he's ca- I'm casting bark skin on myself, yeah. so that makes my um, AC a uh, sixteen, yeah. um, and then I'll drink your elixir, which will bump me to a seventeen, yeah. um, and then Agar is going to wild shape into a giant hyena. Mm-hmm. And then he'll kind of look at everybody, and then just haul ass, <laughs> like making noise yeah. as I'm about to like, burst through the trees. Loud, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll you'll hear like I get about twenty feet away. You hear <laughs> as that as that happens, you actually hear Alfred keep up. He's moving quickly. Behind the hyena. How fast can he move? That's like knocking over the tree. He can move 60 feet. Okay, I can do 50 plus. I'm, I'm assuming <clears throat> at the very beginning, before I, until I breach the tree line, I'm going to be double moving just to be making a lot of That's fine. Noise. You're about 50 feet from the tree line. So okay. Al- Alfred's really going straight up to the tree line. Okay. He yeah. is invisible. Yeah. But he's basically bounding through trying to make more noise mm-hmm. to make this hyena seem a lot more fearsome. Yeah. Um, so Alfred follows Agard, slamming through the trees. The goblins watch as this hyena bursts through, and trees and all kinds of stuff behind them giant are hyena. just yeah. This giant hyena bursts through. You just see trees and brush and everything like just destroyed in his wake. Alfred doesn't burst through. He stops right at the edge of the uh, like where the cave is, and just kind of. Lays low real quick and is watching. Um, with that, go ahead and roll initiative. You want all of us to just say? Go ahead, everybody roll initiative since you guys are 50 feet away. 19 plus 4, 23. 23, okay. Oh my god. 12. It's a 4. And he's just making sure he is salivating as much yeah. as he can, just feral. Are you large or huge? Large. No, 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 not huge. I can't do anything huge yet. That'll be fun. No. Not unless it's an accident. Yep. <laughs> That's true. You know, I could turn into a, uh, what was it, the whale? Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine that? What, <laughs> when do you have to roll for your for your thing? Like oh, shoot. Point? Oh, do you have to do that now? Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to rewind. You got to do that. Oh, got to do a roll. For bark skin? No. Oh, the... shoot. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you you already rolled for changing into wild shape though. That, that, was, that was not for the hyena. That was the bear. That's right. <laughs> right. Go, okay. go ahead so, and roll for that. You feel something more just okay. Eighteen. That was for the bark skin, so that's good. Okay. Yep. And then good. and nineteen. Okay. So, so everything goes Wait, without work. a hit. <laughs> You're able to cast bark skin yeah. and turn into a giant hyena. We burst <laughs> through the tree line, and Agard, you are up. Okay. There. Is about forty feet between you, where you broke breached the tree line and the entrance mm-hmm. of the cave. There are three horrified-looking goblins mm-hmm. near the stream, coming out of the woods where the squirrel was. Mm-hmm. There's two more on the um, west side of the clearing, mm-hmm. and the two in front of the cave. They kind of look, and you hear them start to bark orders. Mm-hmm. And so now there's three on your right, about 20 feet away, and there's two on your left, about 15, 10, 15 feet away. They're bunched up. They're bunched up. Is there anybody on their own? So the two that are on the left are spread out. They're about okay. 20 feet apart. 
Okay. They're not right next right. to each other, but they are kind of patrolling together. Just at so I'm, I'm going after one of them on the left then. Whichever one is okay. closest to me. You take the closest one to you. Right. So It'll I'm going to. This guy. Okay. So that is going to be 19. 19 hits. Uh, that is going to be 2d6 plus 3. That is 710 piercing. So you rush through the brush as you land. You look on each side. You take off to your left. You immediately just pounce on the first goblin you get to. Mm-hmm. And Alfred is the only one that sees this, but Alfred watches as you pin this goblin to the ground mm-hmm. by pouncing on it and just rip its throat out. And yeah. life just leaves the goblin's body. Mm-hmm. And then, so the, how much movement was that? We'll say that was about. 15 feet well, okay. 10 feet to get to him sure um and then there's another 20 feet to get to the other one okay that was on that um, side i'm agar isn't gonna circle around to basically where his back isn't to the one the other ones the ones that mm-hmm. came the ones there circle around the other one that's just standing there then which is blood and just yuck all over his mouth and snarl um at that goblin and just, you know, we all hunched over, ready to, basically ready to pounce on this next, my next turn. Roll an intimidation check. 19. I'm pretty sure goblins have negative charisma, but let me double check. I'm sorry. Uh, well. You still keep your same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Mental so stats. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep, the charisma is negative one. So it. He rolled a 15, so mm-hmm. you watch as he starts to shake and slowly starts to step back. Mm-hmm. He doesn't move backwards yet, but you can tell he's going to retreat on yeah. um, his turn. Ooh, and then at the very end of my turn, I'd like uh, the hyena to let out like a real menacing, like, <laughs> or I can't do it, but like, absolutely, real low laugh, which is blood and stuff, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it'd be more intense. Just like, you're going to be a cheese it. I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> you're gonna be a chase it. I'm gonna eat you. <clears throat> that, that's what that roughly turns. I think that I think that's I'm more gonna, accurate. That's what that roughly. Turns I'm gonna choose this one because yeah, that makes sense for him being scared. Now, as Agard backs away, you see. What can he do? Additional spots. Okay. Okay. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> So Alfred is going to hold his action. He actually rolled really well. He rolled okay. a 21. So Alfred's not going to move from where he is, but he's going to hold his action. Um, it's at this point, you are probably about 40 feet from the other goblins at this point that just came back from getting the squirrel. Mm-hmm. And they are going to move towards where you were. Mm-hmm. So they're about 10 feet behind the one that you were snarling at. Mm-hmm. So let that one go. So Alfred is waiting until the last one crosses in front of him to attack. Mm-hmm. All four goblins that are out right now are going. So the first one runs past where Alfred is and makes it about 10 feet from the one that looks scared. Are you within five feet of that one that you scared when you snarled? Well, he was 20 feet from the other one. I circled around. I was thinking like about 10 feet or so. I didn't want to get right in his... Like right in his face, but okay. I kind of circle around. I was thinking like ten feet. 
What is your reach as a hyena? I, I think it's still just five feet. Is it still just five? That's what I want to make sure, so that if um, you get an attack of opportunity, we don't skip over it. Yeah, five feet. Okay. So you're about ten feet away from him. Right. Again, he was about 40 feet total mm-hmm. away from the other ones. Okay. They, they're running up. The one gets about 10 feet from him. And you see him turn and run back. And he actually goes past that one mm-hmm. just behind him. So he's about, if you were 10 feet away, he's about 25 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. The one that moved towards you is about 20 feet. Another one moves right next to him and past the scared one. And as the third one passes by... Alfred, he is going to bite. And they are moving together, so actually the last two will probably get it. Because if he holds his attack and he has multi-attack, he can still use both, correct? I, I think it's... Or is it just one? Just one. Okay. They'll just bite. I'm glad I gave him advantage for being hidden because the first roll was a three. This one is... I mean, it is plus nine, but this one is a 22 to hit the last one running up, and it is 2d10 plus five. I mean, this is the one in chainmail. Plus, oh my god, I'm not going to add that plus, because that's for that specific type of dragon. I don't like their fairy dragons because they have the tiny fairy dragons. They don't have any large ones, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of modifying sure. it and combining a couple. So he does 14 points of damage as you see two goblins run past, and the last one that's running with them, you, Agard, as the hyena looking across, watch as the top half of that goblin just disappears. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the invisibility that um alfred was using drops and you can see blood dripping from his mouth and the legs of the goblin below on the ground and you see as the other two turn back and look (laughs) oh shit a dragon (laughs) how long i actually i don't know how you're i rolled disadvantage (laughs) so the first one that ran past continues on just fine. The second one that was running towards them immediately starts to turn and run towards the cave, and he makes it about halfway there at this point. So he's about 20 feet from the cave, and you see as the other two at the front of the cave just are standing there in pure shock. They they don't know what to do. Um, Katie and Braca, you guys hear this commotion. You can hear screaming from from goblins you don't hear anything that sounds like agard or alfred but you do hear some screaming and what sounds like i don't can, neither of you speak goblin right so you can just hear what sounds like shouts in a foreign language as they're screaming and like running in fear brog is just sitting down against the tree is writing stuff in his notebook and he's just gonna look up sounds like it's going good I love it. I love so far, it. I think it's okay. I just picture you guys having almost almost having tea, like a conversation know, like, in the background. You just hear, it's going good. So <laughs> that's awesome. As the one is running towards the cave, 
you see the two that are in front of the cave start to step out and one starts yelling at him and you see as he reaches on his hip and removes a whip and snaps it towards the one that's running towards him and starts screaming and pointing in the other direction the other one that was standing at the cave steps forward a little but then stops as he sees the other one pull the whip out and that other one moves about 15 feet so he's about five feet from the one that was trying to run and he's still directing him to go back towards the fray the other one stays at the front of the cave yeah and they're just screaming and they're pointing at the dragon and the one that's standing in the in the cave is just kind of going back and forth between the hyena and the dragon just trying to figure out what's going on that goblin's dead katie you guys still just having your tea we haven't heard a guard nope yeah nope but you're you're the last one in the round so i want to make sure you don't want to move or anything sorry no i'm having a conversation with silently with Rocco. Keep it down, bit. goblins. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Jeez, they're so... <laughs> anyway, Why are they screaming? That's them. ridiculous. So, back to the top of the round. Agar, you are up. They're, okay. they, what did we say, 20 feet from you? Mm-hmm. And then there's one beyond that at 25 feet. Uh, so there's okay, the two. closest one. There's one at 20 feet, one at 25 feet, yep. and then the other one is probably about... I'd say 35 feet away, Okay, but face-to-face with the one with the whip yelling at him. Okay, so I'm going to, the closest one to me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to run up on. Okay. And um, bite him. Okay, go for it. 18. 18 hits. Okay. Uh, That's 12 plus uh, 315 piercing. I got two sixes. So r- rinse and repeat. You you okay. pounce on this one. You pin it down, and again, you just go straight for the throat. Okay. And in its fear, it they don't have time to sure protect themselves, and you're able to rip. I missed off. doing this last time, mm-hmm. so I'm going to try to do this time. Uh, the trait of the giant hyena is rampage. Mm-hmm. So when I reduce a creature to zero hit points, mm-hmm. I can use um, as a bonus action half my movement to go to another target and do another bite attack. So you can if you want to. There's also one within five feet of you as yeah, you took this one out. Yeah. I'm going to say that you basically occupy the space of the one that you killed because mm. you're on top of him. Yeah. And there's another one just beyond that that's yeah. watching horrified and that was the one that was scared to begin with Yeah. Um, at the end of last round. So. Oh. Which one did I, which one did I just kill them? I, I confused them. Sorry. That was the one that ran from the other side. Right. He ran past the one that was scared. Where's the whip guy? Um, he's probably about 25 feet from you, right? That's happening. 20. 20 feet away from okay, you. Okay, so I could get him. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to walk up on that one real slow. And... 16 hit. Oh, 16 hits, yes. Okay. Um, the other one as you ran past, uh-huh. like half-heartedly just like swung at you with a scimitar yeah. but like in fear like <laughs> missed yeah. completely okay um it's a total of 13 piercing 13 piercing yeah. okay you do as you bite into him mm-hmm. there's no kind you of grapple see, anything I bite it's just piercing you see he doesn't drop mm-hmm. but the one with he, he drops his whip in just absolute pain from the bite mm-hmm. and stumbles backwards but is still standing how 
how far away does he somehow? He's right up on you. He just kind of stumbles backwards. and <laughs> Six feet? Right. He stumbles six feet away. Do I get an attack of opportunity? Um, I'm a greedy bastard. You know, he, he drops the yeah. whip yeah. Um, right there next to him. He kind of stumbles and grabs the wound mm-hmm. and starts screaming at the one next to him. Yeah. It is at this point that Agard watching this, or Agard, damn it. <laughs> It's at this point. You've never had this problem before tonight. I don't know what this is going on. That's awesome. Um, it's at this point that Algard. Alfred sees what you were doing uh-huh. and he flies through. Fuck. And okay. the the not the one that you attacked, but the other one that he was yelling at, Alfred is going to swipe at him as he goes by with his claws. Headed straight for the other one that's standing in the middle of the clearing. Because yeah. he knows that he, we... You guys can't let anybody get away, yeah. or they may alert guards. Yeah, yeah, that hits. That's a, that's a twenty to hit. Yeah. Ten points of damage with his claws. He reaches out and flies past that one, and you watch as that goblin standing there just gets dropped. Mm-hmm. Chest is ripped open. Just. Doesn't even really make a sound. I mean, just gets swiped as he goes by. And Alfred finishes as he swipes and lands right where the other one was that was scared and takes a bite attack at him. Yeah, he's screwed. <laughs> it's, we get XP for this, right? We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> the goblin slaughter. And that goblin is also dead. <laughs> so, oh <my> at <laughs> this point, there are five dead goblins. Yep, two standing. The one in front of you that you bit no longer has his whip. You can see the one in the doorway of the cave start to kind of take a step back, mm-hmm. and he reaches for something, but the one in front of you. Uh, a nine does not hit you, correct? No. Okay. Does a 20 hit you? Yes. Okay. So he swings wildly with his scimitar on the first swing and misses. Okay. The second one, he swings back through and catches you on the back swing for a whopping three points of slashing damage. I'm down. Just Blast, I, I rolled a one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then attempts to... Use his movement. He's going to use his bonus action to disengage. He has nimble escape. And he's going to head towards the cave. However, I will say because you damaged him so much in the last round and he's kind of staggered and stumbled and not sure what's going on and just wildly swung, he only gets about half his movement. So he moves about 15 feet away from you towards the cave. The one in the cave reappears he never really disappeared he just kind of reached kind of around the corner and you yeah, saw he, him. A shotgun. <laughs> he is you going to yep he hits i'm sorry what did he roll he, he didn't hit you <gasps> alfred. he hits alfred for four points of damage as a javelin comes flying through the air and finds itself in um alfred's 
side. Alfred should do his breath weapon just on that person. Oh, <laughs> Hiroshima against the wall. <laughs> and then... Well, let me double check him because I don't know if multi-attack includes javelins. Yeah, it should. Oh, you know what? Nope, he would have still hit you. It says the second attack has disadvantage, so I re-rolled a d20, but I rolled a, a 16 on that one, so this would have been a 20. No, it, it says they just make two attacks with the scimitar, so if he throws a javelin, he just throws one. So he threw one, he hit Alfred in the side for four points of damage, and he is still standing in the entryway of the cave, yeah. of the cavern. It is back to your turn. You have one goblin about 15 feet away from you that is stumbling, headed back towards the entrance of the cavern. Mm -hmm. But definitely well within your reach. I will approach him first. Mm -hmm. Give him a kiss. Give him a little lick. That is a... What do I have? A plus five. 23? Yes, that hits. And that is... Oh, gosh. Okay, double fives. 13. 13 points? Yeah. Okay. So with that damage from behind, you have done just enough to drop him Okay. Um, with your attack. Okay. So I use my bonus action then, Rampage, mm-hmm. to approach the other one in the mouth of cave. I think he's about 10 to 15 right. feet away at this point. So just again, yep. menacingly just walk up with my head down, growling at him. And 21. Yep, that is. And oh my God, double sixes again. So that's fifteen. Dang. Yeah, these uh, these sixes are doing very well for me. So you um, approach the one that's standing in the cave entrance, mm-hmm. and as you get there, he kind of he has a smug look on his face when you get there. Yeah. But after you bite, yeah. he looks scared, like he yeah. stumbles backwards in pain. And like, I, I, can I? And I, I'm not trying to finish him off. But I want to get, like, right in his face, and then just a quick snap at his, like... Oh, yeah. At his face. Like, I just want to... You, you absolutely... You, you snap right in front of him, and as you do that, you you heard Alfred's wings as he flew across. <laughs> you hear them all of a sudden get louder, and watch as... It's such a beat It's the bite attack. So. Oh, well, I rolled shitty on that one. It's 12. Yeah. I didn't realize that we only needed seven points of damage. So um, you hear as the, the buzzing gets louder. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just see as. This blue streak comes over the top of you, and the goblin's head just disappears. Yeah. And as you kind of look to your right, you can see Alfred has landed on top of where the cave entrance is. Oh, okay. And just drops the goblin head, and it kind of falls down the wall. He's about, I'd say, 15 feet higher than where you are right now, above. And the goblin head falls down and lands, and is um, turned looking at you. As it kind of lands, it's kind of facing yeah. your direction. 
And that is where we will end the session tonight. There are no goblins alive outside of this cavern. You guys stopped them from... You two, Agard and Alfred, stopped them from even being able to get inside the cavern at all to warn anybody. Um, The one... I mean, this was the span of 12 seconds. Yeah. That you guys just took out all seven of those goblins. <laughs> but, so um, but yeah, so at this point, you have okay. taken them completely out. We'll end there. Thank you to all our friends and fellow adventurers for taking this journey with us. We appreciate each and every one of you, and we're all so grateful for your support. A special shout out to our Patreon subscribers who have helped us raise funds to continuously up the production quality of our show. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon member, check out the episode description for a link to our Patreon page. And while you're in the episode description, please follow the links to our cast and crew's Instagram and like and follow. And of course, is the cave the party found connected to the tunnel system beneath Avorgos? What other secrets could lie within the cave? Tune in next week to see the aftermath of the Goblin Massacre outside the cave and what lies within. Cool. Obliterated them all. <laughs> such overkill. Jeez Louise. <laughs> a, a, a giant hyena and a dragon. I mean... You know... I, I wish did. I would remember that rampage the first time because it would probably would have been like ten seconds in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was debating having Alfred attack, but I was like, it would make sense that he would at least attack the last one. Sure. And then when he saw that they were scared and afraid, yeah. And you were able to to do quite a bit of damage on most of them, he was like, all right, well, I can come in here and you know clean up and protect. Plus, he really did feel like awful about getting caught in that clearing and all yeah. that stuff. So. He was coming back. He he, he had a vengeance. I gave Sorry, guys. A, a rousing speech. Yeah, you. Have more <laughs> he, he pumped him up. <laughs>